Welcome to South Fort Gab, where we are creating unity through stories. My name is Stacey Anderson, and I have my co-host here with me, Mitzi Peterson, who will introduce our guest today. So today we have um, a white elephant friend of Grandma Alta. Her name is Evelyn Draper, and they have been friends since they were in um, high school, uh, when they were juniors in high school. Um, Evelyn has been married for 64, almost 65 years to her husband, Grant, and they have three boys, and they've got four grandchildren and nine great-grandchildren. Evelyn, we are so grateful that you are here today, and we can't wait to hear the memories you have with our Grandma Elta. Talking about your grandmother, and uh, I hope I can give you a little bit of information. I've been trying to think back. It's been a long time, but she was, where do you want to start? Do you want me to just start talking, or do you want to ask me questions? You can just start talking. I want to know what you've been thinking about. <laughs> well, your your grandmother, uh, my family moved from Springville to California, and I came back to live with my aunt to finish high school. I was a junior in high school, and your grandmother lived just around the corner. We were in the same ward. Okay. And she knocked on my door and said, introduced herself. And she said, I understand you're going to Provo High. She said, I'll meet you at school in front of the school. And I can tell you where you go register and and what classes and where the classrooms and things are. So that was your grandmother. She was always helping, always helping. And she was really a spark plug. I mean, she, um, She's a, she was a doer. Her mom and dad had bad health. And so when she's in high school, she took good care of her dad. Uh, she spent a lot of time with her mom and dad caring for them. And I don't know how, how much you know about her family, about her older sister and her brother Bert and her brother Tom. I mean, any information you can give us, that would be awesome. Just because you're coming from a perspective of a friend of the family. So we would love to hear what you know. Okay. Well, uh, I didn't know her older sister very well. I think she was the oldest in the family, and she lived up north of Salt Lake, up in Ogden or Layton or someplace. But uh, she really loved her sister. Her brother, Bert, and Tom, she was really close to them, and uh, they were really good people. Uh, Bert had a really darling wife and a a really darling daughter named Mary, and... uh, they were just good people. I, I was trying to remember them. I was asking my husband where Bert worked, but we couldn't remember. But Tom was a fireman, mm-hmm. and she was close to Tom. And Tom's wife slipped on the ice in the driveway and hit her head, and she died from that. So Tom, it was kind of hard for Tom after that. But um, anyway, I was thinking about trying to remember how Alta met her husband, Ed. What, do you know anything about them? I mean, I'm just, I don't want to rattle on if you've heard all of these things. <laughs> we, we do know the story. Um, she had written some things down, but it would be fun to hear your perspective. I think she met Ed through our friend Deanne Johnson that was in the club with us. Uh, they were friends. And Gary, Deanne's husband, worked for Provo City. He was a draftsman. And I think Ed worked in the power company. And I think that that's how they met was through Deanne and Gary. Uh, I'm not sure about that, but uh, I think that's how they met. And Oh, good. I, was uh, to, I remember my grandma telling me she met my grandpa in seminary, but I'm sure she probably met her, you know, there's probably a couple different ways. They... Oh, well, 
she wrote about how she met him. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Well, Ed was, he was in that, he was in the National Guard. Mm-hmm. And he eventually became a colonel in the National Guard. He was really, it was a serious thing for him, you know. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. dedicated, very dedicated to that. So and he was, metic- they were meticulously clean. Mm-hmm. It was just, and they were just spotless, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, it was after we had graduated and we had started our families all married and started our families before we started going to club. And Deanne, that I was just talking about, Deanne Johnson was the first one to host it. And we would get together at each other's houses. We'd take turns having it at our houses. And we'd provide lunch. And uh, we'd just visit. And first we played games. We played cards. And uh, then we got so we didn't want to play cards. We just wanted to visit. So we just eat and visit. And then when we got older, we decided we didn't want to cook. So we started eating out, having lunch out. But we spent a lot of time at your grandmother's cabin. She had a cabin up South Fork at Provo Canyon. And we'd go up there. And it was always, it was always fun to go to Alice's cabin. And uh, her aunt... Norma Giles had a cabin up there also, and uh, we would go there once in a while. But I, uh, um, Norma Thomas had two sons. They, she had uh, Dan and Charlie. I don't know if you know them. Do you know Dan and Charlie at all? We do. I talk to Danny a lot. Oh, good. Well, goodness, he knows more than I do. I love Dan. He's just a hoot. We just <laughs> He is. We had, he is, I just love Dan, and we had Christmas club at Dan's house, and uh, he had a, a beautiful new home, and he said, oh, come over and have Christmas club at my house, and so we did, went one year, it's been about 11 years ago that we did that, and it was fun, and, and oh, I'm glad that you talked to him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I did him yesterday, actually. <laughs> oh, good, good. Uh, oh, that's great, because I went over to his house on Sunday afternoon, and I was going to say, "Is have you, have you met Misty and her sister, you know? But yep. he wasn't home, so that's oh. good. <laughs> well, you should go say hi to him. I'm sure he would love to chat with you. Well, he'd love to come to club. He says, when the girls get together, call me, and we'll, I'll come and join you for lunch. So we've been yeah. going to do that, but we haven't done it yet. He keeps saying, oh, well, he loves our, he loved all the girls in the club. He was just just a friend to all of us. He's just they're just good people. Yeah. What would actually be really fun is so Mitzi lives in Colorado and I, I live in Ogden, but I just think if Mitzi came to Utah and her and I were able to come to a club, I just think that would be pretty much like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to have you, the white elephants. Um I was gonna say your your grandmother back in high school, uh she was in the pep club. You probably know all of that. And we were the pep club. We were the Provo Bulldogs, and, and our uniforms was green and white. And uh, she was a member of the pep club. And and when we'd have clubs, like I say, we'd go to the cabin. And But your mother come, your grandmother would come to club, and if we was out having lunch, she'd always have the truck full of apples. Or one time we was having a club at a cabin, and 
she brought red hat. She says we need to be part of the red hat gang, you know. <laughs> so she so was, was just, she I was think, always trying to unify your your club. It sounds like. Always, it's been wonderful. It's it's been our um, just dear dear people, dear dear people. Like I said, it was kind of our our therapy, you know, to to get together mm-hmm. when we was raising our kids and we compared notes about our babies and. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was great therapy. In fact, Glenda says, you know, I don't think I'd have survived with that club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm start, well, really, as you were talking, I was like, wow, I'm going to start my own club because I think I need that therapy you're talking about. <laughs> well, you do. Women do. And a lot of times you get it at Relief Society or whatever. But, you know, people don't visit anymore mm-hmm. at church like they used to. You know, women used to get together at Relief Society after, or, you know, meetings and and just talk, but it's a wonderful thing to do because a lot of our friends, uh, they started, they were in grade school together. They grew up in the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. They were in kindergarten and grew up together. They've known each other all their lives, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was thinking about uh, Alta and, and Bob Boardman. Uh, well, when we was in high school, our, our basketball team was going to state. And Alta's parents thought she needed to go up and go to state. So Carolyn Anderson and I went with her. We stayed at the Hotel Newhouse, and we went to the basketball games. And it was exciting because we won state. Oh, that's awesome. So it was an exciting team, uh, exciting time. So I would have missed out on that had Alta not invited me to go. Oh, wow. And, and Carolyn, that was with us, later married one of... Alton's very best friends, Bob Boardman, who lived, like, next door in a basement apartment, and they were lifelong friends. Bob and Alton were just lifelong friends. And Carolyn, that went with us to Salt Lake, was married to her best friend. So well, it's just things like that that just make it really memorable and special. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had another question for you about Pep Club. I don't know anything. What is Pep Club? Like, what did you... What, what? Well, well... I wasn't a member, but Alta was. They wanted me to, c- to come and join, but I wasn't sure I was going to be back the next year from California, so I didn't join. The pep club was, the, it was girls, and they would learn these routines, and they would perform during ball games, mainly basketball. And um, I'm going to go change phones because I think it's my battery that's beeping at me. Okay. So let, me, let me go change phones. Do you want me to call you back? No, no, no. I'll just go in another room and get a different phone. Okay, younger generation, I wanted to leave this part in there because I thought it was really funny that she actually caught me off guard when she said, oh, my phone is dying, I'll just go get another one. And it took me a hot minute to figure out that she was on a landline and she probably had a cordless phone. And I remember growing up having multiple cordless phones. So when one of them was dead, obviously you could just go grab another one and continue on with the phone call. So hopefully that made some amount of sense, but I thought that was really funny. Pep Club was like a drill team. Do your kids mm-hmm. have drill teams? Yeah. Okay, it was kind of like drill team, and they would learn routines, and but they had these, they had these cute uh, uniforms. And I, the only class I had with Alfie in high school was cooking, and she was put in charge of, they would, every year they would do a Mother's Day tea. And she would, she was in charge of making these meringue shells to fill fruit in. And um, she had me help her with those meringue shells. But 
that's the only class I had with Alta. Okay. And she was a, she was a good cook. She learned from I think her mother was a good cook. I think she learned from the best. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I do have. I guess that's where you got it, huh? Yes, yeah, so Mitzi's a really good cook. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet you're both a good cook. Now, I have a question for you. Was it your grandparents that owned the Mexican restaurant up below BYU? Oh, my my mom's grandparents. My mom's parents. Uh huh. Yeah, they owned one. It was called Las Delicias, I think. I have to look it up and see. Yes, but yeah, he owned it for a little while. Okay. Well, there was there was one up below BYU, and it was the first one in Provo, and it was absolutely fabulous. Okay. And it's still there, and they closed it down for remodeling. And the BYU students actually protested that they were closing it down to remodel. I mean, it's that popular. Hmm. I'll have to ask, do you, know, do you remember what it's called? What the restaurant is called? Oh, I no, I don't remember. Oh, what that's it was. okay. I used, we used to go there. We used to go there all the time. You were in the same ward, so did you know? Alta's parents very well because I feel like I would love to know your perspective of who they were. They were just really good people. I think uh, Alton, I he was ill. I don't know. I was just trying to think if he was diabetic. Uh, they were just good people, and they were well known in the community. Uh, mm. They they were hard, just hard workers. Let's see what else can I tell you from high school. Um, other than going to the basketball game, that was she was just she was thoughtful. Alton was one of the most thoughtful people I've ever known. Uh, she just was always taking care of everyone, and I just remember her. I met her mom and, and Donna. You know, I was at their, her house, and um, but I just remember her dad being ill, and her he, she would shave him and, and help him as much as she could. And then he passed away. I don't he passed away pretty young. Um, I know my dad was only about six months old, I think. So she was probably 20, 22 or 23, I think. Okay, okay. Maybe when he passed. Uh-huh. And you're, you're Andy's daughter. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. yep. Okay, I see Andy. <laughs> oh, you do? Andy. I see your dad. Um, my husband... Uh, had knee surgery, and he was in a rehab center at an Orem, and your father was in, he's had some toes amputated. I mm -hmm. think he's diabetic, isn't he? Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, and then I seen him, he was working for GI, mm -hmm. and I was in there one day, and he found this lamp that had elephants on it, because he knew that we were the white elephants. Oh. And so he bought this elephant lamp for me, but anyway, last time I seen him, I don't know if he's still working at DI, but he'd had his leg amputated up to the knee. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just about the knee. Is, yeah. he, is he still working at DI? He's not, actually. He actually just had a stroke um, about a month ago, so he's been in the hospital, um, and he is moving from the hospital to rehab again, I think, to Aspen Rehab Center. And that's around. Oh, good. Yeah, and they actually um, gave him uh, 
prosthetic leg. So he started to walk in yesterday was the first, I think the second time he's walked, he walked 400 steps and he hasn't walked in 18 months because he's had his leg amputated. So he was exhausted. Um, but he's walking, so that's good. He's getting oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, because he was in a wheelchair when I seen him last. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. He, I think he's doing good. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm really glad to hear that because he was in a wheelchair, and that's, that's not easy. That's mm-hmm. not easy. Well, you guys know more than what I remember, I think. Oh, no, I, loved, I love talking to you. It's, it's like we're talking to our grandma, and we miss her so much. So it's just <laughs> really fun to chat with you. Oh, well, you know, when she passed away, she was beautiful. I mean, she hadn't aged. She was just her, I can still see her in the casket, and she was absolutely beautiful. Uh, she always kept her hair up, up you know, and in, in curls. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, she was just beautiful. But if there's any other questions you want to ask me, maybe I can come up with something. I don't know. Yeah, what was, what was the, um, do you remember the last time you talked to her before she passed away? We were at Ben's house. Mm. No, she lived with Ben mm-hmm. on the uh-huh. golf course. And we were there having club. I think that was quite a while before she passed. Okay. She got so, we went, we went to club at one, a friend's cabin. And she was having a hard time walking. And she was having a problem. She says, it's my teeth. She says, I know it's my teeth. And um, she went to the dentist. And the dentist says, there's nothing wrong with your teeth. I don't want to pull your teeth. But she had her teeth pulled, thinking that was the problem. And the dentist told her that there was nothing wrong with her teeth. You know, it was Mm -hmm. something else. But she insisted it was her teeth. So she had her teeth pulled. And after that... She just kind of went downhill really fast. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I think that was the last time I talked to her was when we was at Ben's house. And mm-hmm. I can't remember how much longer after that before she passed. Yeah, I remember it happening pretty quickly because I remember when I was like, oh, grandma's not doing good. And then it was, and then she was gone. It was a super quick thing. In fact, Stacy and I, the week before she had passed, she had asked us to help her do her hair. And I didn't know how to do her hair, and neither did Stacy. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But no, that was important to her, to have her hair done. And um, and so she had her hair done up to the very end. <laughs> well, it was. In fact, if your grandmother had a hair appointment one day, and we was doing something the day before, she'd come with her hair in rollers <laughs> so that her hair could be done the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I know how fuzzy she was about her hair. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Now, did you do the little curls on top like she liked them? Did you get it done? <laughs> oh, we got it done. It took way longer than she had the energy for for it, but we figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> now, was she still at Dan's house on the golf course, Dan? Yep, she was. She she passed away on uh, at that house. Yeah, it was pretty thrifty. Mm-hmm. I, rem- I remember when she had her hysterectomy, and I remember taking a pink nightgown down and visiting with her. That's when they lived down by the airport. Uh, I don't know if you kids ever knew when they lived down by the airport. Maybe yeah. you were too young for that. No, we remember. The, they. Um, she lived, yeah, we, we grew up by the airport when she lived down there. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we remember. Oh, the- you lived next door, didn't you? 
No, that we didn't live next door. So I mean, but we um, we went to Grandma's house every weekend, um, and up until I guess after they sold that house. So I was twenty two, I think, when they sold the house. Oh, okay. Okay. So this, so Mitzi and I actually talk a lot about how um, we wish that Grandma Alto is still here because we just feel like we just really need to talk to her as we're raising our kids. And I know you just said, you know, you mentioned that going to club is what really got you through, you know, raising your kids. What other, like, grandmotherly advice could you give us as we're navigating raising our kids? I would love to know uh, what you would have to say on that. Well, what I would have to say is children are each one individuals and you can't raise one like the other mm-hmm. and so when one makes a mistake just unconditional love always I mean just love always no matter what <laughs> no matter what they do unconditional love and try to take time to listen really listen when your children are talking I think that's one thing that makes me cry when I think that but I think communicating with your children what they're doing all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. I, it's a different world raising children now than it was when we were, but I think family dinners, a dinner time every day, you mm-hmm. know, that's one thing we grew up with, was meal time was five or six o'clock for each family, and most families sit down every night to a dinner, mm-hmm. you know? And I think, I think that's important. That was important when I was growing up, and it's important to with our children, you know, mm-hmm. uh, having family dinners. But I think, I think Alta, I think her mom always seen that she had some birthday parties. Uh, I think her parents always seen that, I, 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 they were just thought with, thoughtful with Alta, you know, like seeing that we went to the state basketball game, mm-hmm. you know, just little things like that. I, that, that's the only advice I would have. No, I, I love that. I love Unconditional love and communication. Yeah, I, love, I like that too. Thank you, Evelyn. <laughs> you are welcome. Charlie over at Rain's grocery store the other day, and he says, hi, how are you? And I didn't, he looked different because he shaved his beard. Oh, my gosh. He beard for a long time, and he, I think he shaved his beard. And I said, fine, how are you doing, you know, and then and walked away. And I, I walked away, and I thought, that was Charlie. You need to go back and, and visit, but I didn't. No, oh, I've never. It was until it was too late. I've never seen Charlie without a beard, so I don't even know if I would recognize him. <laughs> well, if it was Charlie, he looked really young. He was wow. in his bib overalls, but he looked really young. Oh wow! Well, it has to have been Charlie because he—I only know him in overalls. So. <laughs> oh yeah, that's all. That's all Charlie wears is bib overalls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. girls, I kept you long enough. I don't know if there's anything else interested in me telling you. Yeah, I think we're I think we're okay for now. If we have any more then we'll have to give you another ring. Okay, you do that. So, okay, thanks so much, Evelyn. Thank You're you. welcome. Good okay. to talk to you. <laughs> See ya. You too. <laughs> Bye. Bye bye. Remember, we each have a story. Come discover yours.